So, hello and welcome to the next episode of the Self-Development with Tactics podcast. And today, as you might see, it's the, the old camera angle because something isn't like working uh, with my phone. And so uh, I didn't really want to waste time. Uh, but anyways, we are going to talk about wrong side. Um, an article on the success.com website from Margie Verrill, and I this time wanted to know if this is a um, trustful person, some kind of, and yeah, she is. She seems to be a best-selling author, and so on and so on, and she's also on the Forbes and Inc.com website. Um, but anyways, uh, if you're afraid of public speaking, here are seven tips to do it well. Uh, yes, from this, it's... An article from October the 23rd of 2018. And yeah, is it working like this? Let's see. Yes, it's quite fine. Um, but let's see what she says. My first ever speaking engagement was at my children's kindergarten. I was so nervous. My knees were shaking and my fingers fumbled through the copy's notes. I kept referring to it's fair to say I was far more focused myself, making a good impression, not making a fool of myself than on the people in the room, all three of them. <laughs> I was a humble, it was a humble beginning. Since then, I have spoken to thousands of audiences. Yes, numbers have increased. And I've gotten better. The real aha moment came one day in Columbus, Ohio, when a tech issue left me without any slide, te- any slide deck or speaker notes. Nervous about messing up, I went into the bathroom and said and said my go-to prayer. Dear God, me again, any advice? <laughs> As always, I define whisper. If you know your stuff, Margie, you don't need those notes. Just speak to surf and all will be well. And it was. In fact, it was the best presentation I've ever given. More, than, more from the heart, less from the head. Uh, and so on. I'm not going through the whole, um, you know, pretexts kind of shit um, because I want to give you value on that some, uh, you know, stupid text. So the first point is set your highest intention. And as I was reading um, before, I was just like, what the fuck? <laughs> not highest intentions. But it makes sense. Um, what comes from the heart lands on the heart. So get clear about your highest intention for the people you are speaking to and for anyone who may be indirectly impacted by what you have to say and I think it's in general like this if um, you're speaking to uh, somebody or if you're um, selling something to somebody and you really mean it and you really um, you know and you really talk from your heart I think that people will notice and people definitely notice um, in every situation in your life yes <laughs> um, keep in mind your speaking is not about you not about you proving your brilliance winning raving winning raving fans making yourself right or making others wrong it's about making things better if your words are coming purely from pride arrogance or ego they'll almost certainly trigger reaction in others that won't serve your cause and while a curing raving fans may be an outcome of what you say, if it's your primary goal, then your ego will undermine your authenticity. That's true. Always speak from your heart. 
Um, that I think you, you shouldn't really lie. Never. Never ever. Because um, I believe in karma. That's one of the, the points why I hate lying and also because I can't do it and I'm not good at it and I think it's, you know, just uh, unnecessary, some kind of. Um, but let's see what the second point is. Narrow your core messages. Keep it simple. People can only digest so much information, so much information. Um, what is the core message you want people to remember and what are the main actions you want them to take? And that's quite true. Um, a lot of times you see people having um, slides on a presentation where there is a lot of text. Um, and I suggest you to, to, yeah, you can have quite a lot of text, but just do it like um, the, the main uh, slide is, um, you know, made up of several other slides. So the text comes and goes and comes and goes and comes and goes. And so it's much clearer to the people um, where you are talking or uh, of what you're talking right now. And so they can read along with it, even though if, um, you know, listening and reading isn't going to, to work out at the same time, you know, at my point of view, <laughs> at least. Um, if, uh, yes, it says, narrow it down and don't overwhelm. You don't serve anyone if people walk away from your presentation feeling like they just drank from a fire hose. <laughs> if you're using slides to illustrate your points or convey data, resist the urge to fill every bit of spa space with all the knowledge in your head. Funny thing. <laughs> you lose attention fast, less is more. That's true. And also don't um, use just like a, back, uh, a black background or in general, I wouldn't use colors on a on a slide, just a, a really bright colors or um, um, you know really intensive colors. I won't, I wouldn't use them because um, you then might have to choose a white text, and which is just really not good to read. So black and white is always a good thing to to have uh, from a graphic point of view, graphic design point of view. Um, Show, don't just tell. Uh, a few months ago, I was introduced to a new friend's husband. Uh, straight away, he said, oh, we've met before, just briefly. Uh, you were the open opening speaker at my company's sales conference. I remember the story you told about your brother's motorbike accident. He went on to share how the story had taught him how to reframe when things weren't going to plan. The point, people remember stories, not stats. That's true. Stories are things that people really, really, really can remember. It's amazing. And um, so you might, you might know this tactic when you um, do have to learn something and you just make a story out of all the things and all the facts you have to learn. And yeah, people will uh, remember the story much better than just simple data or, you know, some, some boring shit. Stories are always good, and so um, most of the time, uh, people and companies um, which are selling something or marketing something or have a product, um, they just do storytelling. And one of the stories that most people like is the, the underdog who grew up and is now the king. 
and um, maybe when you keep attention to this kind of story and um, look at you know famous people and or um, influencers on uh, YouTube especially and but also on Instagram I think um, often it is like this underdog story and that's quite uh, interesting and funny um, yes uh, so share stories of yourself or others infusing humor where appropriate just make them relevant so they reinforce your core message and I think it's always good to to make your audience laugh um, because you know then there are emotions um, combined or how does how should I say um, you tell a story and somebody else has emotions and so they connect with each other and the person really um, memorize this this feeling with the story and so if it feels like this again and um, it was something like like this for me as well um, then they know the story again you know maybe you know what I mean I hope <laughs> and the fourth one be humble and authentic and I would say you should always be humble and authentic um, not always maybe authentic at least always but humble you know just you can for fun just you know brag about what you have and so on if i just don't um, misuse this word now but let's see what they are saying or what she is saying before people decide what they think or what you have to say they decide what they think of you rest assured assured uh, no one warms to someone who comes across as being full of their own brilliance or pretentious or pretentious. People want to know the human, not the hero. Accordingly, accordingly, we connect to others far more deeply through our vulnerability than our victory. More through our stories of missteps and disappointments than the stories of getting the glory or nailing it first time. So share your so share your story. No, not your story, but your journey. Um, but balance the highlights with the lowlights, the success with the setbacks, the highs with the hard work and hustle. And this doesn't negate the importance of owning your value and believing in your worth. It just means speaking with humility, cu cu curiosity and authenticity. Um, that's true. I would say, you know, when, uh, when famous or successful people talk about their, their journey and they, they be like, you know, I've I've once been this this, this person having lemonade stands and um, you know selling things there and um, you know it was hard for me to to figure out where I should stand or should put my lemonade stands to so on which corner of the street and so on and you are like yeah I can emphasize with this I do have the same problems and um, you know it's just um, it doesn't feel like they are up there. On a, on a higher higher ground as you are and you're like there on low ground it's like you know you're um, you're looking each other on the, in the eyes some sort of if you just imagine this um, the fifth one tune into your intuition intuition <laughs> learning to read the room is a skill that takes time you build it's by simply becoming present to who is sharing your space, putting yourself into their shoes and turning it, turning into that sixth sense to see and feel the world as they do. What do you sense is wait, wait, waiting, waiting, 
on people's minds? What conversations are not occurring? What emotions are they wrestling with? Um, what unmet needs, frustrations and fears are standing between them and the actions that would serve them? Uh, it may be just an inkling trusted and then be willing to adjust what you are saying to speak to the unspoken concerns. It can transform a good speech into a brilliant one. Um, and I think I, I hopefully I got I hope that I got this this paragraph. But I think if um, you just have planned to to talk about a certain story, but you see that um, the audience is more into um, I don't know happy ending stories, and your story um, wasn't going to end uh, happily. Um, then you might just use another story and improvise some sort of. I think this is what they what they wanted to say. Um, kept simple and short. <laughs> um, embody authority. Uh, it's the sixth sixth one, and I'll go through each and every one again after <clears throat> after seventh one, uh, the last one. So embody authority. Your beings. Your being speaks more loudly than your words ever can. So pay attention to who or how you are showing up for others. Uh, to the presence you bring into the room or on the stage. Your psychology impacts your... Your physiology impacts your psychology. Um, are holding yourself as someone who knows the value of what they are going to say? This is about puffing yourself out or putting on a mask. Uh, it's about stepping into your own power to embody authenticity. Shift your posture so you are standing straight and tall. Take a few deep breaths and connect with the ground beneath you. Uh, own your space and the right to be where you are. Soften your face and smile with your eyes as you make eye contact with others. Then speak with the calm and self-assured tone of voice that reveals your res respect for others, yourself and your sincere desire to serve. After all, if there is something you genuinely want to say, chances are there are people who genuinely need to hear it. And this is also something I just need to remember myself as well. Um, because I often go through these articles very, very fast. And then I talk to myself and say to myself, just calm down a little bit. Um, people might really understand what you're saying. And, um, you know, it, there is no use of it. Uh, if it is like this, because I want to serve you, I want to give you value, um, give you something you can maybe think about, and um, it's not like it should be if you, if I just read through it very, very, um, you know, straight and just like this line of of voice, no highs, no lows, um, but I should really be a little bit, you know, emphasizing with the text and you and and so on, be a little bit more calm maybe and yeah maybe you should um, especially I think a lot of beginners and also I um, I really speak very fast when uh, I do public speaking or I have a you know I, I have to speak in school and then I just have to tell myself that I should calm down and I should uh, speak a little bit more slowly and clearly as well um, but let's see what the seventh point is. And give yourself permission to get better. Speaking in front of audiences in ways that engage and influence is a skill. 
uh, like all skills, it can be developed and mastered with practice. So don't wait until you're 100% sure you're going to speak with the power of Tony Robbins, um, the charisma of Bill Clinton or the elegance of Oprah before you open your mouth. You may be waiting your whole life. Decide instead to give yourself permission not to nail every interaction or presentation, but simply to get better at them. Remember, it's not about you. Your voice matters, your opinions count, never doubt it. Uh, or yourself. Rather take a deep breath, trust yourself and then open your mouth to inform, elevate and advance. In the end, it's no more or less difficult than that. That sure. And I would say you just have to remember that these people which are in the audience are just like, um, you know, you. Uh, which means that, you know, they're just normal people and they want to hear something you have to say. And if you have the, the chance and if you got the chance to stay on this stage and talk to the people, um, you know, there there is something behind this. That the, the owner of the stage or of this this uh, conference uh, has chosen you to do it. So he knows that you have something and you know it because you, you are on the stage and you uh, weren't like, you know, uh, maybe not, I'm, I'm not the kind of a person. Um, so just talk, just talk as if, um, I know it's very, very easy to say it like this and this um, kind of room and it's hard for me. Um, especially because of the foreign language. And, um, but you know, uh, for me it is like when I'm in the flow of, of talking, I, you know, I just talk and then everything goes along. Uh, some kind of, I just have to remind myself also in terms of this format that um, making mistakes uh, isn't bad or isn't just, you know, unforgivable or some sort of this. And, um, but, you know, getting better is, is the way and, you know, it, it will happen. And I actually, look, it's 18 minutes, um, a little bit, uh, a little bit low, a bit uh, more time to, to do something. Let's see about Will Smith quotes. Um, I've already done this the last time, but there are so many great uh, things of Will Smith. Um, my skin is hard when my skin is hard when it comes to my music, but with my muse, <laughs> with my movies, I'm still a virgin in a lot of ways. I'm not used to being shut down for no reason. <laughs> you can cry, ain't no shame in it. That's true. Uh, let's see. Uh, if you're absent during my struggle, don't expect to be present during my success. Mm, I don't really, I don't really care about such quotes. Like you know, if you aren't here for me, just go fuck yourself. I'm more into like um, just general motivation because I, I'm not the kind of a person who. Um, how do I say? I just have to translate it. This is a really. Um, I'm not unforgiving. I don't know if this is the right one. But let's see. <laughs> um, but I think that's actually it for this 
uh, episode. And if you liked it, it would be outrageous for me um, if you liked this episode and or subscribe to my podcast if you're uh, just hearing this. And if there's anything you want to tell me, there are all the social media links down in the description. So um, you can DM me or comment on my posts or something. Just feel free to do this. And for now, I hope you have a very, very, very good day. And I'll see you the next time.